What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Questionable for Sunday podcast. Playoff edition, week one of the playoffs among us here. Uh, it was a great regular season, capped it off last week. And uh, he's back. We're joined by the commish, back from whatever virus took over his body. Not sure how it was transmitted, but don't want, don't want to know the answer. Con- Connor, how are you feeling, man? I'm feeling a lot better than I uh, was last week. Sorry, I uh, missed the pod. I hate missing the pod. You know, I think we sometimes, you and I mentioned whenever we miss, it's kind of fun to be a listener because, um, you know, we obviously put our uh, blood, sweat, and tears into this pod. And it was fun to be a listener, but there are three three things I wanted to say about the podcast last week. Uh, number one is that, what, I missed one week and there's no segments, Eric? What the hell, dude? Just goes to show you who's really carrying the podcast. Um <laughs> Second thing I wanted to say was that there was a lot of talk about me. At one point, I was like, huh, I should count how many times these guys say the the name Connor, you know? Um, it's pretty clear you guys think about me a lot when I'm not around, and I, I really take that to heart. That's really nice of you guys, because I barely think about you. And then the last thing I wanted to say was that in terms of uh, Tristan versus Eric, who has the better Connor impression, it was clearly Tristan. Way better than yours, Eric. This is pretty solid. I don't know if I, if I tried to make a Connor impression, but... Well, you you attempted. Yeah, you definitely attempted, but you failed. But good, it's good. It's good to have you back, Honor. We we missed you. Thanks, man. Yeah, I didn't have a uh, COVID. My COVID test was negative. Uh, I think I had a uh, spleen infection, so that'll knock you out for a couple days. That'll do it. Uh, we're joined by a special guest today. Um, coming in hot with the playoff appearance. Uh, Spencer joined us on the pod today. What's going on, man? Glad to have you back on. Spencer? What up? What up, man? What's going on? Walk us, walk us through uh, week 14 last week. I, you're getting a little worried about your playoff position. You're going against Joe. It was a big matchup. With you guys sitting at the same record, you came in to the week. A chance to get the number two seed and get the bye. Also a chance you could miss the playoffs. Uh, walk us through your emotions on uh, Sunday. Yeah, I was, uh, was pretty nervous, to be honest with you, because I, I definitely made a miscount of how many playoff spots there were, or, like, how many people were ahead of me. So, like, I I, I, uh, I, I didn't even realize that, yeah, like, I knew Jerry was the person that, or I, yeah, was, like, the the, the last person in, in or whatever, but I, I got confused as to how many, how many spots I was going to drop, and, yeah, it was just a whole thing, but uh, stoked, to, stoked to be wrong, that's for sure. Yeah, the big game... Sunday Night Football, you had the big game from Rodgers. That basically put you in a spot where it's going to be tough for, for Jerry to make up the points uh, he needed to make up on you. Yeah, it looks like um, he's squeaking um, 19 points above Jerry. Um, what do you credit those 19 points to? Was there any particular decision you made during the year that you think really put you 19 points over the playoff edge? Rodgers in general, I think. I mean, uh, potentially that uh, that trade with Joe early where I got uh, Rodgers and uh, Mixon. But then I guess I traded them back, so I guess it's kind of murky on that. But Rodgers in general is probably worth the points uh, over who I would have been starting, like uh, Derek Carr or Bridgewater. Both those guys would be the number one quarterback on my team. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I definitely am blessed at the, uh, the quarterback <laughs> position right now, that's for sure. It's uh two. I have like two, what basically two of the top three guys as far as like the MVP would go. Not the the not the one, but 
two and three. So I think Brady is the number one guy as far as uh, the yeah. odds is concerned. But yeah, just, just second, second and third, not too bad for one fantasy team. So yeah, it sounds like Spencer Connor, who had never played in a super flex league before, you know, put a little thought into how he's going to draft his team this year. Wow, what excellent foresight, Spencer. God, I wish I had that. You know, I, I honestly can't. I, I, the Rodgers thing was a trade, so I, I got pretty lucky with who I drafted. I, I drafted a bunch of receivers, and literally, like, almost all of them hit. So, it, you know, it's, it's hard to say, like, hey, just just go and hit every single one of your receiver picks. It's not really a viable strategy, but... Um, although, I guess, I don't know. Hopkins has been has had the worst season of his career, so... Uh, I guess maybe not everybody hit, but yeah, you've had you were. I mean, the last time we had you on the pod, Connor was gushing about your team, talking about how you're the clear favorite. You kind of had some some bad luck down kind of down the stretch this season with injuries. Uh, Hunt and Chubb both both missed games. Hunt obviously going to miss some games again. Um, Hopkins is out for the rest of the regular season now. He missed some games early in the year. Kyler was out down the stretch. Um, but you know, you stayed alive. You still are in the playoffs, which obviously you just gotta just gotta make it to the dance, you know, to have a chance at the crown. So uh, you snuck in as the fifth spot, and uh, you got a big game against against Joe this week—a rematch of your game last week. You go back to back against Joe uh, here in the first round of the playoffs. Let's uh, let's get into week fourteen here. Just recap the scores. Um, Jerry beat me one twenty six point six to one hundred five point two. Hovey over Connor. 117.1 to 101.1. Tristan with a big win over AMAC, 137.8 to 118.6. Curtis was our high scorer of the week. Um, finishes as the high scorer for the regular season, so congrats to Curtis. Uh, $100 winner for him. I think that was a change. Did we make that change going into this season or last season? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, high scoring team wins $100, so Curtis. Congrats to you. 175.1 to 92.7 over Chris. Joe beat Spencer to clinch a playoff berth for Joe. He needed to win with Jerry's win, and he got it. 139.4 to 128. And Ben goes 2-0 in the Hizari Bowl this year. 169.9 to 148.4. So just quickly to recap the final standings. Um... I finished first at 11-3, Ben second at 9-5, so those are two teams with buys. Hovey is the three seed at 9-5, Joe the four seed at 9-5, and, and then Spencer the five seed at 8-6. and six. Jerry also finished 8-6, but he's bumped out of the sixth spot by Curtis, who we mentioned. Our highest scoring team this year uh, finished 7-7. Seven seven. Um, so based on the, like, the original rules of the league, Curtis would have been the highest scoring team, not made the playoffs, but... Um, a, a great role change made by Connor a few years back. Um, gets in that to, last five spot. One thing I do want to note too is I feel like um, this is I think this is the first year since the rules been implemented where the uh, team out of the remaining squads with the most points who gets that last playoff spot is also the number one scoring team in the league. Usually yeah. it's like actually I think last year it might have been like the sixth highest scoring. It was perfect. Maybe the one before it was like seventh place. But, uh, yeah, this year, uh, Curtis with some really um, bad luck, but able to overcome. Yeah. Definitely a good rule change. Yeah, you got to feel for, like, like Jordan finished 6-8. Uh, and eight. He so was the tough. third high-scoring team in the league. So You'd think, you know, entering the year, if, if you would have told anyone you're going to be the third high-scoring team in the league, you would just 
said pretty fair certainty they were going to be in the playoffs, whether it be on record or getting the point spot. Um, but just uh, bad luck for Jordan this year. Uh, Jerry was fifth in scoring. Uh, he was bumped out of that sixth spot. Yeah, one thing that's crazy um, is that uh, our number one team, your team, Eric, um, only outscored our number 12 team by 17 points. That's crazy. You have 17 oh, more points than yeah, Chris. Than Chris. Yeah, than Chris, yeah, and record-wise. And you're 11 and, thir- and 3. That's some pretty damn good luck right there, bro. It's pretty incredible. Praise Allah. Shouts out to the fantasy gods. No, no when, you do good, when you do good to the gods, they, uh, they give back. Uh, Connor... You uh you I, you scored a uh, hundred and sixty six less points than I did. Yep, I owe you twenty five uh, bucks, man. So that means you owe me twenty five dollars. Yep. Uh, I make so. that bet every year, though. Uh, you know, I think if uh, you know, my team's got my uh, my general strategy uh, needs to change going into next year. The the GM's gonna get together with some of the scouts, and we're gonna um, dictate our auction budget a little differently. I think. Um, so yeah, we'll, I'll see you next year. Are you going to make improve their resumes? Am I going to make some uh, update the resumes? Make improve their resumes to you and why they're not losers? I think I'm going to make them run laps first, you know? <laughs> Kick them while they're stretching. <laughs> yeah, dude, the old Irvin. Yep, yep. Maybe I'll hire a drill instructor, you know? Get him, uh, get him nice and taut. But, uh, yeah, man, it was, uh, you know, I, I absolutely hate uh, having to pay you money, Eric, but I'm a man of my word. You know, I always follow through on what's asked of me, unlike um, our last place punishment this year. Do you want to talk about that right now? Sure. Or do you want to wait? I feel like we should we should put something set as far as Curtis's completion of the last place punishment. What are you thinking? There needs to be a decision made on, like, what is the day of... What is the date? What happens if he doesn't complete it? And the original, can, he, can he get out of it some other way? Can he buy out? Is there, um, just to be clear too, right? He needs like 11 episodes? Yeah, I think he's done five. He's done five. Oh, boy. Um, we, didn't get, we didn't get one tonight. I didn't text him. But I didn't text him either. Um, Spencer, we didn't you get text one. Him? Oh, you know, that's on me. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> text him. Uh, yeah, I think there needs to be something, though. Um, I mean, I think that the end, the final game of the season, what's that? Three weeks away? Maybe the um, like, like weeks, like the final game of their fantasy regular season, or like the NFL. Maybe season? You, you know, maybe we should throw them a little bit of a bone and say Super Bowl weekend. I think that's enough time to get six episodes done. What do you think? I mean, uh, the the uh, goes past the fantasy season, you know. And I feel like part of the. I don't know when the pun- when Tristan's punishment was nice because it was like part of the podcast it became you know a highlight every week of the podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, when we made Curse's punishment, we kind of made it long. It was a punishment that I think we were hoping was gonna you know be similar in that it would be a highlight of the podcast. It would appear on the podcast. If we're pushing it to Super Bowl weekend, there's no po- we're not gonna be doing any podcasts. Right. You know, it's just gonna be put up on Discord. Yeah, true. Which, uh, you know, it's, it's, I guess it's getting completed, but that's still, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, Spencer, what do you think, man? I mean, someone's no, never I, been last. What do you, what's your opinion on the subject? Someone's never been last. It's just someone's never going to be last, but, uh, <laughs> no, uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I see what Eric's saying on that, but at the same time, I, I don't know. I, I don't think we did the best job of, uh, of, like, 
creating the punishment for him yeah. in the first place. Like I think he did. I think he kind of ran with uh, a lack of ideas from our end uh, and has done a pretty good job of that. Um, That's true. but there's been errors made by you know multiple parties along the way. I'm not, not going to you know totally put it all on Curtis, but I feel like at this point. It's like 85-15 or something. I mean, there's maybe a little bit. But at the end of the day, you know, it's not our job to, to hold his hand through this process. Yeah. So do we, you know, do we switch? Do we say, all right, what if he says, I don't want to do it anymore? Like, do we offer a buyout? Is there, like, something else he can do to make up for his lack of execution? I, I feel like a buyout is dumb. Like, I, I mean, obviously we all put money into the league, but I feel like money is imaginary, and it's just a number, and the Federal Reserve just prints ridiculous amounts of money, causing all of our uh, net worths to go down in comparison to each other. It's called inflation. Go look it up, Eric. Um, <laughs> I think what should be done, uh, here's my proposal, is that, so he's supposed to do 11 weeks, However many he, he doesn't get done, that's the number of weeks he gets punished next year in point total. So, for example, let's say he, he there's three weeks he doesn't get done. The first three weeks of next season, his team gets a minus five penalty in points or a minus ten in penalty in points for those first three weeks. So, I mean, he's done five right now. So you're saying if he doesn't do any more the rest of the year, he just loses six points. He loses Every 10 week. points for the first six weeks of the season. Okay. See, uh, my, my suggestion was that if your problem is that the, with, with, with the buyout is that money is imaginary, why not just offer a non-fiat buyout? Have him pay in, like, crypto or something. <laughs> we are yeah, only using Curtis, NFTs. Curtis is a Bitcoin oh, shill, so, you know, he's uh, yeah. he's got some. Uh, or maybe, you know, maybe he has to do something for the league. You know, like, cook a feast or something, or... Feast. <laughs> cook a feast? What is this, the medieval England? Yeah. I mean, we could also hang, draw, and quarter him if you want, Eric. Yeah, or he has to, you know, run across... Yeah, I don't know. Something something else. How about if you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you have a decent idea, or if you think one of our ideas... That's been said is decent. Let us know in Discord. I like that. All right. Yeah, we can kind of talk. I'll probably get some good ideas from there. I think, uh, I think there should be most. something. There should be a disincentive for Curtis to not finish, i.e., an, uh, an incentive for him to finish. I say, I say, if he's not, if it's not completed by the end of January, so that's before the Super Bowl, but mm -hmm. that gives him the rest of this month and a whole another month to do six episodes. His production, I would say, to Curtis, I would just say, you're, if if the production quality takes a hit in order for you to get these out, I don't think anyone's going to cause too much of a stir. No, we'll be, we'll, we won't punish you, we'll just make fun of you for it, relentlessly. Yeah. Like when you guys make fun of my fucking Instagram posts that took a nosedive the last week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Alright, well, we got that out of the way. Um, any, any, uh, highlights, anything that happened in week 14 you wanted to shout out? I'll start with you, Connor. Um, no, not really. Nothing at all. I was I'm gonna shout of, out. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I was still kind of recovering on Sunday from my uh, illness, so I actually didn't watch any football, and I knew I was in the play, uh, toilet bowl, so I didn't pay attention, just at my lineup, and 
forgot, so hard to tell. It's, it's tough out here, man, in the toilet bowl. It's tough. I feel like recovering from an illness, that's like the best time to just lay down and watch football. I was uh, definitely – I don't actually have a, a capacity to watch football. I don't have, like, television or YouTube TV or Hulu Live Sports. So I, have, I need illegal streams. There's this thing called Reddit, and then you can usually find that on there. Yeah, NFLstreams.com. It's solid, but, yeah, it's a lot of work. A lot of pop-ups. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure there's no pop-ups on your computer from other things you've viewed in your, in your history, but teach your own. Uh, I'm going to shout out Tristan. He was our fill-in for Colin last week, but he, he had a big win over AMAC, avoided the toll ball by, as I said last week, Tristan, despite his failures this year, has continued to uh, try to improve his team, makes, make moves, do what he can to... Uh, you know, to get wins, um, finish six and eight. So you know, I feel like at one point his six and eight didn't look like a plausible record for him during the year, but he made it happen. You know, against a Mac, who is like the opposite of that. This is as he is, as he does most years, pulls the uh, the Hayden and uh, doesn't do much to improve his shitty team. So uh, shout out Tristan. Shout out Tristan. Yeah, I'll give him credit. I didn't think he was going to win six games. That's uh... yeah. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll, I'll shout out uh, Curtis. I mean, you already clinched it, clinched the number one uh, seed for points or whatever. But uh, to score 175 points without Jonathan Taylor, uh, as yeah. Jerry, Jerry pointed out to me, that's pretty freaking impressive. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Curtis for that. That's. Uh, that's a solid week with your and your running backs are like Rex Burkhead and Darren Williams or Daryl Williams. Williams. Yeah. yeah, it's like that's a that's a pretty good week. Yeah, yeah, super impressive performance for his team. Um, you know, it, it, entering the week, it looked like you know maybe if Curtis had a bad week, uh, like Jerry or Spencer, uh, Jerry or Jordan could maybe make up some points and get in, but. He, he gave them no hope with his uh, performance this week. All right, that was uh, week 14. We talked about the playoff uh, seedings already. Um, Connor has a, he wants to get his uh, Ken Jennings on and host a game show. Absolutely. Thank you for that segue, Eric. Hello, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to EEIG uh, Trivia. Thank you, thank you. Hold your applause. So, in this particular mashup, we have Eric against Spencer. Um, when you guys want to ring in, just say your name. And you can even ring in before the question is completed, and I will stop answer. I will not finish the, uh, the, the sentence, so you have to answer right then and there. Um, for a couple of these, if the pr first guess is wrong, the second player can steal. Um, sometimes uh, there's one round, though, where you can't steal, though, because it's like an either-or. Um, but yeah, so are you guys ready, Eric and Spencer? As, as the stealer, do you get to hear the rest of the question, or do you just pick, do you hear, like, you guess from the same uh, point? Ooh, I'll give you the rest of the question, the stealer does. Yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, okay, alright, so we have three rounds of, uh, of trivia, and then we have uh, a Jeopardy round, and then whoever wins the Jeopardy round gets to go to a bonus round, and if you do, if you get the bonus question right, you will receive a $5 Venmo payment per myself. I'm rich on Venmo. Um, just check the Vanguard S&P 500 
uh, index. So, all right. So round one is called Trendy Facts. Each question is going to be worth 100 points. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Don't. All right, let's play. Question number one. Who is the highest scoring player in EEIG Fantasy League? Spencer. Spencer. Curtis. Curtis. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. That's a bad question. I mean, any player in the entire NFL, I should say. Apologies. Uh, Spencer. Spencer. Uh, Josh Allen. Correct. $100 goes to Spencer. Josh Allen has 304.9 points. Tom Brady's a close second with 303.2. Question number two. Who is the number one wide receiver in fantasy this year? Eric. Eric. Debo Samuel. Eh, wrong. Chance to steal. Spencer. Three seconds. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is correct. Oh, God damn it. Spencer with 200 points. That was um, so obvious. So obvious. Cooper Cup just has scored 278.9 points. That is more points than Matthew Stafford and more points than Patrick Mahomes. Crazy. Damn. Question number three. Who is the highest scoring black tight end in fantasy so far? Highest scoring Eric. Eric. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is correct. He is the seventh highest tight end by points. He has 110 points. Exactly. Great job. Uh, obviously, white guys above him. There are six white tight ends who have more points than Kyle Pitts. Wow, that's a shocker. Isn't that a shocker? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Eric is close with the urban community. I'm not surprised he got that one. Um, question number four of round one. Which running back has the most targets this year? Three seconds. Ooh, all right. Uh, neither of you guys get points for this one. Correct answer I was looking for is Leonard Fournette with 77 targets. Isn't that crazy? That is pretty incredible. I think I, I did hear that the but I, I, I was not going to be able to guess that, that's for sure. That's a tough one. Uh, that's more than Najee Harris, who has 75, and Austin Eckler, who has 75. Crazy. All right, question number five. Which wide receiver has six rushing touchdowns? Spencer, Debo Spencer. Samuel. That is correct. <laughs> Debo Samuel has six rushing touchdowns on the year. That's crazy. Sorry, Eric. You already said his name. I thought you were going to be quicker on that. All right. Uh, question number six. What's the only other wide receiver with more than one rushing touchdown? So there's Debo Samuel, and then there's this guy. Everyone else has one. Uh, three seconds. Ooh, all right. The correct answer I was looking for is Jarvis Landry, who has oh, wow. two rushing okay. touchdowns this year. I would not have guessed that. Yeah. It's a good thing you guys, yeah. I mean, if you couldn't have guessed it, it's a good thing not to guess. You don't want to lose those points. Um, yeah, we can make it if you get it wrong, you lose points. Actually, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. Whatever you want. Yeah, Because then Eric would have zero, right? Because he already got one wrong. Yeah, yeah true. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We want to give Eric a chance here. Come on. Oh, that's true. Okay, all right. Then we won't. We won't we're, we're unlike the SAT. You will not be punished. I need, I need more questions related to the urban community. All right, oh, here's the perfect one. Question number seven. Which quarterback has the most lost fumbles? Eric. Eric. Trevor Lawrence. That is incorrect. Uh, Spencer, oh. a chance to steal. Daniel Jones. That is also incorrect. The correct answer we're looking for, Jared Goff. Um, what? Okay. Has the most lost fumbles. I forgot to write down how many he lost. 
but for extra credit, for an extra 100 points, uh, can one of you please give me the most viable theory as to why he's lost all these fumbles? Or a viable theory. Give me a fucking theory, I'll give you 100 points. I mean, his team uh, I, Eric. Eric, alright, go ahead. I don't know if you've seen his girlfriend before. Ooh, uh -huh. he, Huge titties, dude, so he's probably just squeezing them all the time, so his hands are sore, can't hold on to them. So I do have two answers written down. That, in fact, is one of them. Eric gets 100 <laughs> extra points. Spencer, there is one other viable theory as to why Jared Goff has these lost fumbles. Can you guess it? I just not. The team fucking sucks. I don't know. That's a great Eric, one. I got the other one. Eric, do you have the other one? I, I, I'm pretty sure... Uh, like at the NFL Combine, Jared Goff has like some of the smallest hands of any quarterback. Correct. So Eric gets 200 points with the extra. Jared Goff has some of the smallest hands in the uh, NFL at the quarterback position. Also, he has a hot girlfriend. Eric, only one question correct so far. We get 200 on the extra credit. Great job. For the last question, number eight of round one, what non-quarterback leads the league in fumbles lost? I'll give you a hit. It's a running back. Yeah, I was I was thinking that, but it's not sure. Three seconds. Ooh, all right, no problem. The correct answer we're looking for: Antonio Gibson has lost four lump, uh, fumbles. Oh, damn, pretty crazy. That's a, that's a lot of fumbles, right? And he hasn't even. I think he was injured too for a bit. Split time with I, the that, that, I, I thought that was not a lot of fumbles for the leader. For the oh, good point for the leader, right? Yeah. That, that only counts lost fumbles, not fumbles in general. Um, just by fantasy, that's how I was able to search on the ESPN. Gotcha. So, end of round one, we have a tie. Spencer, 300 points. Great job. Eric, also 300 points. Let's go ahead and go to round two. We're going to double the points. Every question is worth 200 points. The name of the round is called Name That Player. In this round, I will give you the names of players who are on the same team at the same position in order of fantasy points. You tell me who comes next. And the other player has a chance to steal if the first guess is wrong. I'll give you guys an example. I'd say Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and the answer would be Freddie Swain. Freddie Swain, yeah. Exactly. So Freddie Swain has the third most fantasy points for the Seahawks at wide receiver. That's why he's the answer to that question. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Great, great, great category. I like this one. All right, let's go dive into round number two. Don't forget, each question's worth 200 points. Question number one. Stefan Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders. Eric. Eric. Cole Beasley. That is correct. Cole Beasley has the third most amount of points. Gabriel Davis is a close uh, third is or close fourth, but Cole Beasley gets the edge. Question number two. CD Lamb, Amari Cooper. Eric. Eric. Cedric Wilson. That is correct. Cedric Wilson um, has more points than Michael Gallup. He is the third highest scoring receiver on the Dallas Cowboys. So two questions down. Eric with a commanding 400 point lead in this particular round. Spencer, lots of time left. Don't give up hope. You guys ready for the next question? I'm ready. All right. Matt Ryan, Felipe Franks. Eric. Eric. Josh Rosen. That is correct. Uh, and also, if this, these are Falcons quarterbacks. Also, fun fact, Felipe Franks and Josh Rosen both have negative total points. Felipe Franks has negative 1.4. Josh Rosen has negative 3.4. So, and, and that is on top of the fact that Felipe Franks is 0 for 1 with an interception in the NFL. He has more points than Josh Rosen. 
I want to say they both threw interceptions in the same game on back-to-back plays. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Rosen the Patriots. Yeah, I think Josh Rosen had, had a pick six as well. It was uh, it was a thrashing. All right. Yeah, I believe I, believe I bet on the Falcons in that game. So yeah, that's a, <laughs> that was not a good decision. I should have wrote down here. Uh, guess how many times Connor bet on the Lions to win this year and was wrong. <laughs> because I was like, they got to win eventually. They're professionals. Oh, they played the Vikings. I should have. I did the one. The one, one week I down. All right. Uh, question number four for 200 points. Marvin Jones Jr., LaVisca Chenault. Eric. Eric. Jamal Agnew. That is correct. Jamal Agnew has more points than DJ Chark. He's the third highest scoring wide receiver on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow, Eric's destroying these first couple questions. So let's make it a little harder, okay? Let's make it a little harder. It's not a surprise that Eric knows all the, like, mediocre wide receivers. Let's be serious. (laughs) I'm a a Jag specialist, you know, as a Trevor Lawrence owner this year. Eric's Eric's fantasy wide receivers are in, like, the 30s, the 60s range, so he's a specialist in there. That's where he is. He's got all the facts about those middling wide receivers. And third-string quarterbacks. That's true. All right. As as a former second-string quarterback myself, I'm uh, extremely aware of everyone's backup quarterbacks. Were you the backup on Kamiak? No, on, on PowerPoint, dude. Shout out to the Hawks. Oh, God. We had to go farther back. <laughs> Disgusting. All right. So the, the next four questions, we're going to make it a little harder. We're still in round two. I'm going to bump the points up to 300 points each. So, Spencer, this is your time to shine. You can easily overcome. Right now, Eric has 1,100 points. Spencer has 300 points. Question number five. Zach Wilson, Mike White. Eric. Eric. Oh, Josh Johnson. That is correct. Josh Johnson has more points than Joe Flacco. I'm impressed with each one of these that you get. Like honestly, it's it's, it's these are these are all solid pulls. Someone Joe Flacco him. seemed like the obvious answer, so I went with Josh Johnson. Yeah, I also knew he had like he had like 30 points in like when he came in from Mike White in that one game. Yeah, he, he had a solid game. I think it was like 18, but yeah. All right. Uh, question number six. Jalen Waddle, Devontae Parker, Mac Collins. Three seconds. Mac Collins, first of all, but. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Oops, sorry, boys. All right, so yep, we're, yep. we're looking not, for. Not Preston Williams. Not Preston Williams. Not no, you're. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it not it's not Devontae Parker. It's uh, Isaiah Ford. Oh. So no. close. Isaiah Ford, Preston Williams, and William Fuller, the fifth, were all very close on that one. But it was Albert Wilson who's the fourth highest scoring Dolphins wide receiver. All right. Question number seven. Eli Mitchell, Kyle Juszczyk, Jermichael Hasty. Eric. Eric. Trey Sermon. That is correct. Trey Sermon. A boy. Is the fourth highest scoring running back on the Niners. It is not Raheem Mostert or any of those goddamn people. He most certainly scored two points. Jeff Wilson Jr., yeah. Yeah, not Jeff Wilson Jr., yeah. it's. Uh, I can't believe that uh, Kyle Juszczyk's the second highest scorer, but I guess he plays a lot. So. All right. He catches a lot of balls, too, right? He's been, known, he's been known to catch balls. Those damn Hungarians. All right, uh, question number eight. This is the last question of name that player around. Um, this one's pretty tough, so good luck. Jeff Swaim, Michael Pruitt. Eric. Eric. Anthony Ferkser. You are cheating right now. You are fucking no, 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 cheating, no, 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 dude. No. 
Oh, well, show me your Google tabs, all right? Show me the tabs you can Well <laughs> done. So that is the Titans tight end group. Uh, Jeff Swaim has 41.9 points. Michael Pruitt has 40.9 points. And Anthony Ferkser has 35.9 points. So respectively, they're all very, very close. I'm, I'm, in, a di- I'm in a dynasty league, and I, at the beginning of the year, I thought Anthony Ferkser was going to be the starting tight end for the Titans, so I traded a third-round pick for him. So oh. it, that, that trade obviously didn't work out. Third-round rookie, rookie draft, not like a redraft, oh. but, but still didn't work out oh, too great well. Job. All right, so let's give a quick scoring recap. Um, at the end of two rounds, we have Spencer with 300 points, and we have Eric with 2,000 points. All right, looking pretty good. Four. Pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty close. Um, but you know how we like to do it on the Question for Sunday podcast trivia section. We're going to up the points again. This final round is each question is going to be worth 400 points. So, Spencer, tons of time to catch up. Are you guys ready? We're ready. All right. So this, this round is called Who Has More? In this round, I will give two names. You answer who has more points. And there is no stealing this round, because I'm only going to give you two names. Okay? Are we? You guys ready? Oh, yeah. All right. Don't question, worry. Question number one. Tyreek Hill, Leonard Fournette. Fournette, for sure. I'll give it to you, Spencer. That is correct. Uh, Leonard Fournette has Ooh. 210.9 points. Tyreek Hill, 203.4. So about seven points situated those two. Uh, Close. Question number two. Don't forget to say your name when you want to ring in. But I'll oh right, right. I forgot. I, honestly, I thought we were both picking this. We were both picking this. I didn't realize we were still ringing in. Oh, I kind of like that actually. Maybe we could. Yeah, we're already we're already committed. Fuck it. We're committed. Okay, we're committed. All right. Question number two. Ben Roethlisberger, Deontay Johnson. Answer. Ben Roethlisberger. Answer. That is correct by uh, 0.8 points. Ben Roethlisberger has 108.6. Deontay Johnson has 179.8. Nice job, Spencer. I gotta be faster. Spencer's coming back. Yeah, they gotta be quick. All right, question number three. Cordell Patterson, Stephon Dix. Spencer. Spencer. Cordell Patterson. That is correct. By about 11 points, Cordell Patterson has 189.6. Stephon Dix has 178.2. Joe with the fantasy uh, waiver wire pickup of the year, unfortunately. Um, Question number four. Ezekiel Elliott, Derrick Henry. Eric. Eric. Derrick Henry. That is correct. Derrick Henry has 184.3. Ezekiel Elliott, 184. So Derrick Henry, even though he hasn't played since like week 7 or 8, still has 0.3 more points than Ezekiel Elliott. Which That's I thought incredible. was pretty crazy. Um, he's still a top 5 running back. Um, Holy shit. Which is nuts. Um, or at least by rushing yards. I'm not sure by total points. Sorry, I take that back. Question number 5. Uh, everyone's favorite COVID host, Miles Sanders. Or Ty Johnson? Spencer. Uh, Spencer. Uh, Miles Sanders. That is incorrect. Ty Johnson has 84.4 points. Miles Sanders, 83.3. See, I was going to say him too, but he dropped like four passes last week when I started in the DFS. (laughs) I'm fucking pissed about it. I started last week too, I think, and I was pissed as well. I think Miles Sanders missed a lot of time, and Ty Johnson had a couple crazy games. But anyways, let's keep moving on. There's three more questions. A quick scoring recap. Eric sitting up top 2,400 points. Spencer, not far behind, though, at 1,500. Uh, question number six. Remember, who has more? 
Robert Woods or Van Jefferson? Spencer. Spencer was first. Yeah, let's go with uh, Van Jefferson. That is correct. Robert Woods, 114.7. Wow. Van Jefferson, 125.4. Nice job, Spencer. I thought the Woods was on that one. It was a tricky one, right? Question number seven. Hunter Henry or Noah Faint? Eric. Eric. Hunter Henry. That is correct. Obviously, I'd include him because he's on my team. Hunter Henry, 98.9. Noah Fant, 92. Flat. And for the final round eight question of, sorry, final question eight of round three. Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. Eric. Eric. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is correct by uh, about 40 points. Trevor Lawrence, 148.3. Justin Fields, 108.9. I thought I could add that, and I thought I'd get Eric to guess Justin Fields on that because he has Trevor I almost did, but I thought about it, but I was like, Trevor Lawrence has played every game at least. Yeah, or Fields is out for, you know, injury and second string. That's true, that's true. All right, so um, question. All right, now let's, let's do a quick recap of the first three rounds. Eric sitting in first place, 3,200 points. Spencer, second place, 1,900 points. Let's move on to the Jeopardy round. In this particular round, I will give you guys one question. The amount of points that you guys win depends on how much you choose to wager right now. I will give you the category, and I'm going to need a number from both of you guys on how much you're willing to wager. you guys understand? I do. And the way it's going to work is I'm going to give you guys um, about t uh, 10 seconds. Maybe If you want to write down your answer, you're more than welcome. And then we're going to read them, and I'm going to ask you guys for both your guys' answer, and then we're going to go over them after you guys have both answered, okay? Scout's honored for not uh, cheating or changing anything, okay? Yeah. All right, so first of all, the category is wide receiver twos. Category is wide receiver twos. Eric, I'll start with you. Since you have the most points out of your 3200, how much would you like to wager? Keep in mind, whoever has the most points at the end of the Jeopardy round moves on to the bonus round with a potential chance to win $5 Venmo cash, courtesy of Badonk Badet. You know, a member of our league always says, scared money, don't make money, so I'm going to risk it all. He's going to risk it all. Spencer risking 32, oh, sorry, Eric risking 3200 out of 3200. Spencer, category wide receiver twos, how much would you like to wager? Uh, well, I guess I would like, since he's wagering at all, I'd like to wager, uh, uh, 100 points. 100 points. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 100 points. I love it. Uh, 100 points without going over. I'd love to see some, uh, uh, Wheel of Fortune references. All right. So, here's the Jeopardy round. Are you guys both ready? Oh, yeah. All right. Do it. Name the top five wide receivers by points. Who do not lead their team in wide receiver uh, wide receiver fantasy points? So I'm looking for the top five players who are the second highest or the second leading wide receiver on their team, and I'm looking for the top five players at that position, given that situation. Does that make sense? I gotta I gotta write down five answers for yeah, fucking five pretty quick. Pretty quick. And the timer starts now. How long is the timer? Uh, 30 seconds. 20 minutes? 30 seconds. Jesus Christ. Alright, we've reached 22nd mark. We're looking for I only got names. I only got one name. Keep hurrying. We, we're looking for five names, five wide receivers. This is the worst trivia question I've ever been a part of in my entire life. Name I'm about to, I'm about the to wide throw, receivers. The protest. 
the top five wide receivers who do not lead their own team in wide receiver. Five seconds, four, three, two, and one. All right, pencils up. Um, all right, uh, I think Jeopardy style, we go with whoever has the lowest points. So, uh, Spencer, give me your five names. Uh, I got uh, two names. Okay. Uh, well, I started to like write Chase Playpool, but I don't think that that one counts. Uh, so it, I didn't finish writing it. Okay. And I also don't think it's one of the five. So the, the two I had were Amari Cooper and Mike Evans. Mari Cooper and Mike Evans. All right, uh, uh, Eric, how many do you have? You just added one, I think. Yeah, I did. Which one did you I add? I got two. Okay. You got two as well? EK was... Metcalf and Adam Thielen. All right, so uh, the cr- there were five answers we were looking for. Both of you guys gave two. Um, one of you got both of them right. The two people you named were in the top five. The other person is split. They have one in the top five, one not in the top five. Let's go ahead and name the top five wide receivers by points who do not lead their own team in wide receiver fantasy points. Number one, Chris Godwin has 185.5. Mike Evans has 187. Then comes DJ uh, DK Metcalf, 151.3. To Tyler Lockett's 165.3. Then Adam Thielen, 160.8. Justin Jefferson, 219.5. Then T. Higgins, 133.7 to Mar Chase, 193.6. And finally, Amari Cooper, 129 to CD Lamb, 164.8. That means that Eric is our champion. He was two for two on his guesses. Spencer, unfortunately, you had Mike Evans down. The correct answer we're looking for was Chris Godwin for that one. Uh, thank you for participating. But Eric, you move on to the bonus question. Excellent job, Eric. Round of applause. Shouts out. Shouts out to Urban Community. Alright, uh, shout out to the Urban Community. Yeah, Eric, uh, tell us who you're playing for today. Um, the Urban Community. The Urban Community. Okay. Excellent. Um, I'm playing for the the Cousins. Playing for the Cousins. Okay. The the Kirk Cousins? No, the Cousins. Oh, the Cousins. Okay. Cousins, the Cousins all around the world. Shout out to the Cousins. All right, for the bonus round, if you get this question, you have uh, you've earned the opportunity by scoring 6,400 points in the first three rounds plus a Jeopardy round to go for the bonus round. If you get this question right, you will be receiving a $5 Venmo payment courtesy of Badonk Day. Are you ready, Eric? I'm ready. Yep, I'm ready. I, I, I was really hoping you were going to get to this round, Spencer, by the way. Honestly, I'm, I'm impressed that uh, Mike Evans had more points than, or Chris Godwin had more points than Mike Evans. I thought it was the other way around. No, Chris Godwin doesn't have more points. Mike Evans has more. That's why the answer is Chris Godwin. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, 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 but I, no, it's yeah. close though. It's 185.5 to 187. It's like it's. I didn't, really I didn't realize it was that close. And th- th- they're both top ten wide receivers, which is crazy. And I, the annoying thing is, I, I thought of Jamar Chase when, uh, but I couldn't. I was like T Higgins. I'm like, eh, yeah, probably not. But, yeah, that one's tough, too. I feel like uh, Tyler Boyd is obviously always in the mix, you know? Right, right, right. T- Higgins has been going off lately, though. That's true. I got him in uh, one of my family leagues, and he's doing me solid. No one cares. No one cares. All right, so uh, this final round, the bonus round, is called Just For You Round. Uh, I'm going to give you 40 seconds, and I need five answers. I'm going to need all five. Jesus. I'm going to need all five if you want the, the Venmo payment courtesy of a Donkey Day. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna need all five. Are you ready? I only get one guess at the the answer. At all five. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, and the clock start, starts once I finish asking the question. Okay. Uh, name the top five tight ends this year in total targets. And don't go on ESPN and search targets. I'm not, I haven't right. used my computer this oh, whole time. You're looking down. Okay. I'm writing. I'm writing. I'm going to write down names. Should be a couple easy ones, but a couple of them are a little tricky. Once again, shout out to Badonkwa Day for sponsoring EEIG Trivia. Really while, 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 while Eric uh, does that, can I, have a, can I kind of ask why we wagered uh, points on that question thing? What was the, what was the purpose of that? <laughs> <laughs> so so Eric, got, Eric got two of five and he's just correct. Like, oh, get all the points for that. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you know. That's the only time I wagered 100 points because I knew that Eric, was, I couldn't pass him in points if he got it. Right. So it's like, okay, well, then I have to just hope he gets it wrong. So yeah. two out of you know, uh, I, I honestly it was to be cool since that's what they do with Jeopardy, and then I wanted, but I also wanted to have a bonus around kind of like how they do Wheel of Fortune. You know, where they bring oh, I got you. I'm, so I'm, I'm, cro I'm crossing my streams. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm assuming, I'm assuming my time is, is up. There's no uh, good reason. There is. I'm sorry. There's not. Hey, no worries. No worries. I gave yes. her. I gave her a little bit of time there. So. All right, Eric. Your time is up. Let give me the top five tight ends and total targets if you are able to do this. You will be receiving a $5 Venmo payment courtesy of Badonk Bidet, um, the sponsor we have here, the Crossroad for Sunday podcast. Eric, give me the names. Okay. I'm going to go with number one, Travis Kelsey. That's correct. 109 targets. Number two, well, I'm not going to go in order. I'm just going to name my five people. My second guess, Mark Andrews. That's correct. He also has 109 targets. He's tied with Kelsey. For first. Okay. My third guess is going to be Darren Waller. Darren Waller, that is correct. Uh, he has 84 targets. You have two more to go. Okay. My fourth guess is going to be TJ Hawkinson. That is incorrect. He did not make the top five. Uh, what was your last my, my, my My last person was Mike Kosicki. Oh, Mike Kosicki's third. 89 targets. The person you missed was Kyle Pitts. 88 Damn it, targets. dude. I thought... I know uh, TJ Hawkinson points-wise is like in the top five, so I figured targets he'd be up there too. Um, honestly, I bet you he's six or seven. I have to go look, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, that means you do not win the five-dollar Venmo payment courtesy of Badonk Bidet. Um, but hey, you get a consolation prize. Uh, do you want a uh, awkward silence or do you want a tip? I'll take a tip. Take a tip. Yeah, tip of these nuts. Just a tip. <laughs> Got him. Gotcha. Alright. And that does it for the uh, inaugural episode of EIG Trivia. I'm sure it'll be, with help from our sponsor, it'll be picked up on a network shortly. Um, We're coming so to... Uh, uh, fuck. I can't remember that TV show. What's a TV network? Video game network? OAN. OAN? <laughs> I wouldn't got that. Tubi. Tubi. <laughs> Peacock. It's gonna be on Peacock. Oh, GSN. GSN is what I'm thinking of. The Game Show Network. Game Show Network. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. You're not an OAN. If you want to know about OAN, you could ask Jordan. I'm sure, he could tell you. Okay. Ask Chuba Hubbard, dude. He knows all about OAN. <laughs> Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. He knows all about it too. That's that's a good shout out. Dude, I'm not gonna ask Chuba Hubbard. I'm gonna ask Elron Hubbard, dude. That guy fucking talks to aliens. True. He's making an Yeah, dude. Shout out Elrond Hubbard. Elrond Hubbard was a black man! 
I don't know. I don't know what you're making reference to. Oh, it's the <laughs> Eric Andre show. I missed that one. Oh, the the the, the black Scientologists. You guys haven't seen that? Uh huh. They go and. Oh man, it's uh, uh, it's like him and like a Wyatt Cenac, I forget that guy's name, and they pretend they're like the Black Israelites. Oh, okay. And they got a picture of Elrond Hubbard, and they like give him a, a touch up so he looks black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not forget this. It sounds pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty great. Okay, it's like infinitely mockable. So uh, I think uh, urban Scientology would be even better. And if anything knows, if anyone here knows about the urban Scientologists, it's Eric. <laughs> if you ask me a trivia question, I'm sure I'll know. I can't believe you got uh, Anthony Ferkster. That's or Ferkster, whatever the fuck. I was about to get that one too, to be honest with you. Oh, I damn. thought he was. One, I thought he was number one on that list. Oh. <laughs> because I was I, uh, that third pick, third round pick. Didn't I? I would have been in Eric's uh, Eric's camp earlier in the season. I was all on the Ferkster bandwagon, but yeah. Tight end premium league too, so tight end's extra important. Mm. Bunch of champs didn't work out. Uh, but it was a great, great, great game show session, Connor. Well done. Seriously, sorry, sorry, you couldn't uh, win the money. But, uh, fucking T.J. Hawkinson. T.J. Hawkinson, that son of a bitch. Yeah, eighty percent is pretty damn good, man. I'll give you the credit for that. Thanks. I just didn't want to pay anyone, so I made it kind of tough, you know. Um, I do. I'm checking up right now on the uh, ESPN. So I asked for the top five. T.J. Hawkinson is sixth. In Damn it! Uh, he has 83. Waller with 84. That is unlucky. Kirtle, uh, Kittle seventh. Dalton Schultz eight. Noah Fant nine. Yeah, Kittle originally came to mind, but I was like, I missed uh, quite a few games, so didn't didn't think. Noah Fant is ninth in targets. Isn't that crazy? You know who's tenth? Cole Komet. Noah Fant is fucking worthless, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. He was good for like three yeah. games in the season. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all tight, uh, touchdown dependent, you know. It's tough. Like the move. Yeah, tight end is a tough position. Yeah. Because even like, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's not that many guys to get yards. No, yeah. I feel like uh, I've seen a lot of leagues. People talk about like, on Twitter and stuff about how in their leagues they've uh, just uh, replaced tight end with a flex. Is because there's it's such like a wasteland of a position, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of like having it. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm pretty much. I've, I've, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're no, good, no. dude. No. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I really enjoyed picking a moot this year because it, it's it's fun getting that like rookie tight end out of nowhere scores a bunch of touchdowns. Like, uh, and the same thing happened for me one time with uh, Evan Ingram when he had this rookie season where he was good. So I don't know. It's it's fun getting the rookie. Yeah. Tight wave but it's super fucking lucky too and touchdowns i mean not really very uh repeatable yeah it's once you get outside like those because you would i mean you would think like tj hawkinson you would think like he hasn't had a great year but he's like a top he's like the fifth or sixth best tight end yep there's i mean you're kind of rolling with whatever you got each week yeah, it seems like uh, before the year, kind of going back, one of the possible strategies I saw a lot of people doing was trying to pay a premium for a good tight end to avoid the wasteland that is the position. And I think unless you were on the Kelsey or Mark Andrews train, I don't think that really paid off too well, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Kill's been good now, but he was hurt for a lot of the years. So he had to survive that. 
Waller mm. had like a good couple of weeks, but he's kind of been yeah. non-existent. He's, he's still been hurting out ten, too. but yeah, just hasn't. Not what you paid. Not what you paid for. for yeah, sure. not what you paid for. Yeah, yeah exactly. Another guy who he didn't get what he paid for, Miles Sanders. We got to get an update on him. We missed it last week. Our source was out, you know, getting something rammed up their spleen. So we got to go to him this week, though. Uh, Eric, do you know even? Do you know where your spleen is? Uh, I was a communications major, not a science major. So no. you're also a father, so you got to know where these body parts are. Uh, I'm on the ground right now in, in the, the the city of brotherly love. Um, I'm being told. Uh, yes, I am being told. Yes, yes, I'm being told. Miles Sanders does not have COVID. Back to you, Eric. Lots of players getting COVID this week, but Miles Sanders not one of them. So glad to hear it, Connor. It's it's been a good. Stress for the stock market here. What's going on with the Vanguard? Yeah, so uh, everyone knows I uh, decided to make some money off you idiots this year. And, uh, you know, as people say, you know, scared money don't make money. So obviously I put all of your buy-ins into probably the riskiest investment you could possibly do. The Vanguard S&P 500 index one. Right now, um, I put $1,200 in. My uh, investment is currently worth $1,259.30. So I'm almost up 60 bucks off you idiots. And uh, who knows? You know, yeah, obviously I'm in the total bowl. Yeah, you know, whatever. I, I missed the podcast for a week. Eric just trashes my team, my trade offers, everything about me for like an hour and a half. But joke's on you guys. I made 60 bucks this year. Although I'm not going to sell yet. Nice. But in my head, I've made that amount. All right, uh, with the waivers this week, uh, nothing too crazy. Spencer made the biggest pickup, $7, big one here. Gabe Davis. Um, I think, who's out for the Bills? Beasley is out, I think, for the Bills. Or Emmanuel Sanders. I think it's Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Emmanuel so maybe and, uh, Hopkins is out, so I got to start it. Yeah. Um, Curtis with the next biggest pickup, 5 bucks for Eagles D. He also grabbed Dearness Johnson for a dollar. Those are the only players who went for cash for cash this week. Everyone else zero. Connor Marvin Jones for zero. I gotta play Robbie this. Anderson. A couple of their yeah, just zero dollar pickups the rest of the way. Um anything anything saying out to you guys? I like Dearness Johnson for a dollar for Curtis. You know, see one. what happens with Kareem Hunt. Um, but not gonna, yeah, not gonna play this week. Who knows future? But Darius Johnson can maybe you know. I don't know if he's gonna crack Curtis's lineup, but um, if an injury for him happens, something maybe someone he could fill in with. Yeah, um, I do want to give this. Already talked about the Discord very briefly, um, but I woke up this morning at about eight fifteen. Was just chilling. I saw that uh, Baker Mayfield tested positive for COVID, and so I was like, as someone who's been rostering Case Keenum like all year. Like, I literally picked him up. I paid $17 for him off waivers, held him for four weeks, dropped him, then picked him up for free, held him for, like, two weeks, and then just dropped him. I was like, fuck, now's my chance to pick up Case Keenum. Jordan was already there at 7.36 this morning picking up Case. Well done. Yeah, Jordan is facing Tristan in the first total round. Tristan has Baker. And his other quarterback he could replace him with is Daniel Jones. I think it sounds like he's going to be out again this week. So a, b- a big move for Jordan grabbing Keenum. Even though it, he's probably not going to play him, he blocks Tristan from getting him in his lineup. So. And, I, and I do want to say one more thing. I forgot. That, you, that reminds me. 
because I forgot to add this to my list at the beginning of the podcast. Things that we you guys talked about last week that I need to comment on. You guys were trashing the Mike Glennon, Jake Fromm pickup from myself. He got me 18 points. Looks like he might start again. And look at Tristan, man. Tristan needs a quarterback. I mean, if this was trading season, I would definitely off. I would definitely lowball Tristan with a trade right now. That's all, Mike Glennon. Uh, Spencer, anything staying out from from you on waivers? Nah, waivers are boring this week. Yeah, true. Yep, lots of zero dollar bids around uh, at this point. The the bench depth isn't really helping you too much. Been, the guys you're picking up on waivers probably aren't uh, going to be starters for you at this point of the year. Um, so let's uh, let's break down our matchups here. Connor, you uh, you've obviously said it many times that no one cares about the. Uh, Right, the actual playoffs, but we all have our eyes on the total bowl. So I'm gonna kick it to you to preview this one. Copy that. Uh, if you want to listen, please tune into the stream. Now, now's the time. Each year, we dedicate countless hours to perfecting our fantasy football teams. For some, the end of the season marks a time to celebrate, to achieve glory in the EEIG playoffs. But for others, this is a stark reminder that nothing in this league is certain, except Jerry not responding to your text messages. Imagine giving away your address to a complete stranger quicker than responding to one of Eric's texts. Although Eric's texts are pretty annoying, the toilet bowl is upon us. To lead the pack, Two lucky gentlemen get buys as a reward for having the two worst teams in EEIG. If these two guys were a country, they'd be Iran and Somalia. To say that these two idiots have bland vanilla teams does a disservice to the taste of vanilla. Maybe we should consider a relegation system. Go ahead and pour one out for Amac and Chris. Because the toilet bowl is here. It's time! In one corner! Obviously, the most attractive guy in EIG. Year in and year out, his teams are solid. He's one of the best drafters we have in the entire league, and it's an absolute shock to see him in the toilet bowl. I bet you all thought I was talking about Jerry. It's Connor the Commish. And in the other corner, standing at six foot nothing, but he gains two more inches if he puts product in his hair. Some might say he's the best golfer in the entire EEIG league. And some might also say that he spends more time in the rough than Rosie O'Donnell. He was in the playoff hunt until last week, but this angel has fallen from grace. Huh? What? Huh? You won't find me wearing a shirt with his name on it this year. It's Jerry! 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 Jerry. And on the other side of the bracket, another surprise story. His team scored the third most points in the entire league. Huh? What? But that didn't stop him from losing eight games, including a heartbreaker in week 14 matchup against his brother. Thoughts and prayers go out to our fallen hero. If you had told me at the beginning of the year that this guy was in the toilet bowl, I would have thought that was fake news. Stop the count, because this guy didn't get a fair shake. It's Jordan! And in the other corner, an artist, a composer, a certified Oakland poser. 
he's got bars. And after four years in EEIG, he's got a lot of scars. A known veteran of the Toilet Bowl playoffs, he's been here before, and he knows exactly what it takes to lose the next three games. At least he completed his last place punishment in a timely fashion, unlike Curtis. It's Tristan! Back to you, Alright. A masterful typo preview from, from the commissioner. Let's give our picks for these two matchups here. I'm going to start with you, your, your matchup first, Connor. You versus Jerry. As you said, the... Uh, Jerry, the leading scorer three years in a row, so unlikely toilet bowl participant here going against a habitual toilet bowl participant uh, and yourself. Um, who are you taking in this one? You know, I think um, I'm not even going to look at the matchups. I believe in my own team. Uh, you know, realistically for me, um, the best chance that I have to get out of the toilet bowl bracket is not going to be my first game. I got to wait until I can play one of the guys with the bye because AMAC and Chris's team are pretty trash. Hopefully I roll AMAC. Because this team's way worse. Um, but as someone with arguably the fourth or fifth worst team in the league, um, I think that my team can pull it off, so I'm going to take myself. Yeah, I would say it's almost better to play Chris because um, there, there's a strong chance he won't set his best lineup. That's a great point. I didn't really think about that. You know, I just want to—I want to give a PSA to Chris. He's probably not listening because it's—you know—it's—it's it's too long for me to listen to the whole podcast. Uh, so he's probably not listening. But a PSA, if he is still hanging on here, uh, every Thursday there's an NFL game played, so you should check your lineup uh, before that game plays. Uh, I know you're on the West Coast, so about five, five twenty, five fifteen, I think the game kicks off. It's been going on now for a few years. Thursday night football. Um, so just, just want to let you know. Um, that that happens every Thursday. Um, but back to this matchup, Connor versus Jerry. I'm gonna go with Jerry here. You know, it's it's a shock to see him in the toilet bowl, um, but it's a, it's fitting for his behavior uh, as a fancy manager. But uh, you know, th- he's gonna survive survive the uh, the flush and uh, get out. Yeah. That's great. Who are you taking? I split the tie here. I'm going Jerry for sure. Uh, Connor's got the run, the advantage at running back, but uh, Jerry's got a huge advantage at quarterback and receiver, so I think I'm going to have to go with Jerry on this one. Yeah, and uh, Connor with uh, with Eckler, it sounds like he's a game-time decision. That's obviously going to play, uh, play a large role in, in your outlook for the rest of the week. Um, so we'll have to see what happens uh, tomorrow. Yeah, but um, I'm, I'm a little game. bit more worried with Terry McLaurin uh, scoring zero points like last week. Yeah, it sounds like he's a concussion. I think Something I think he's like a that. concussion protocol. So some, you know, some potential. You're gonna have to dig deep into the bench here, um, and replace some big time players. I literally picked up Marvin Jones and Alan Lazard for zero dollars, and this week I'm playing both of them. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm already digging into the waiver bench. It's gonna be tough to go any deeper. Yeah. Don't make me play Mark West Callaway again. Don't make me do it. I got some breaking news here on the podcast from Adam Schefter 17 minutes ago. Breaking news. After less than one year in Jacksonville, Urban Meyer is out as Jaguars head coach. Thank God, dude. God damn. So I'm I'm all on the Trevor Lawrence is about to score 35 fantasy points this week. Dude, fuck it. I'm playing LaVisca and Marvin Jones. Let's go. Yeah, Marvin Jones is about to go off. (laughs) So uh, Daryl Bevel may be uh, the head coach, interim head coach. He's the offensive coordinator. So let's see what happens. 
Um, but that makes it two to one in the uh, Converse Jerry matchup. Let's go to our next one here. Uh, Jordan versus Tristan. This is OAN for CNN. Who do you who do you like, Connor, in this one? I mean, I think that it's pretty clear that Jordan's going to win. His team is ridiculous right now. The projection is like 150 to 115. Tristan doesn't even have two quarterbacks. Just do some good boxing out by Jordan. Um I got to give a quick shout out to Jordan, man. He's he's been taking a lot of L's on the podcast recently, you know. He's been taking them like a champ, you know. So I think it's his time, you know. Obviously, scoring the third most points in the league and being in the toilet bowl sucks, but I think he'll be a quick exit. I agree. This one's going to be a blowout. I'm taking Jordan. Yeah, Jordan's going to beat the dog shit out of him. <laughs> Sweep for Jordan there. Uh, that does it for our total matchups. Let's go into we have our great two playoff games this week. I had a really good fun time coming back. It's been great. Good night, guys. All right, see you later, man. Is wait, is oh, is there more? Sorry, I don't. Re- I don't even care. I mean, who gives a shit about the winners bracket when there's the toilet bowl? I mean, Spencer's caring about this matchup. He's a rematch of last week. He fell to Joe in the regular season finale. He gets him again this week um, in our first round matchup. Spencer, I'll go to you. How are you feeling about your matchup here? What's your pick? Uh, you know, now that it's uh, playoffs, I gotta take myself. No more, uh, no more worry about jinxes or anything. Just, uh, you know, go with a better team. So, it's uh, it's, it's me, you know, landslide. I think. Yeah, I'm I'm going with you too, Joe. Obviously, had a, he had a hot run ending. I think he won six games in a row. He obviously after the Derrick Henry injury was looking like he was destined for the total ball bracket. Yeah, streak of luck. You know, the Joe luck comes into play. He went six in a row, but it all it all comes to an end here in the first round of the playoffs. Um, and Spencer moves on uh, to face myself. Connor, who are you taking? I'm also taking Spencer. I believe in you. Um, we ha- we can't let Joe get away with what he's done this year, which is to actually have a bad team but still make the playoffs. That is so dumb. And Spencer, you need to knock him out. I'm our, next, our next matchup, maybe two teams trending in different directions. Kurt is obviously our highest-scoring team of the week. Hovey, a few weeks ago, looking like the team – that was maybe destined to win the championship. The McCaffrey injury, things go trending down for him. They match up the three-six game here. Winner taking on Ben. I'll go to you, Connor. Who are you taking in this one? I feel like the the easy play is to say that you know Curtis's team's ascending. You know he had the most points in the regular season, um, and obviously, actually, this is the uh, probably the first year where it kind of sucks to be the three seed actually because uh, Hovey's playing a team that scored more points than him during the regular season. Usually, even though you're playing that six seed we've kind of talked about this about oh should they still be the six seed because they're that last spot i'd say yeah absolutely um honestly though uh i'm, I'm gonna go with my heart on this one i'm taking hovey i think uh i really want hovey to win i think this could be his year um and i think he's gonna come out with the victory and so who, who do you like in this one well as someone who owns tyree kill i hope that uh his patrick mahomes uh Back with Kelsey kind of goes off, uh, so I don't know. I I, I do like Ovi as uh... no, you know what? It's I, I can't I can't do it. Curse's team is too fucking good. Curse's yeah. team. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to go against Curse. Just look up and down his lineup. I mean, Josh Allen, we mentioned already, number one quarterback. Uh, John Taylor, number one running back. Uh, the Debo Samuel trade works out. Incredibly for Curtis. Samuel only misses one week. Um, you got him. You got Devontae Adams. Two top five receivers. Uh, I mean, Joe Burrow as a second quarterback, solid. 
Um, yeah, but you got John you Taylor against the Pats, and the Pats love to take away that number one option. They do, yeah. I just, I just think you know, up and down the board, you know, not not nothing against Hovey's team. He's got a solid team, but I just think Curtis is too strong in this one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him. Curtis trying to go worst last year to first this year. I'm gonna say that that dream is gonna live for one more week. Um, with you know the winner of this game facing Ben in the semis, going with Curtis. And that does it for our picks this week. Going to be exciting, the most exciting time of the year here with the playoffs, fancy playoffs. Uh, Spencer, thanks for coming on. It was good, it was good having you on. Great to have you on, Spence. I appreciate you having me. Uh, Connor, any any last words to the listener? Yeah, I want to give a quick, uh, quick shout-out to all of the uh, single women who are over the age of 35 in Ohio. Um, your buttholes are safe. He, he's done. He's out. I don't know. He might be. He might be back at his bar, or Urban's, or whatever it's called. He's Shout out to the Urban's. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it's called, but be a good name for a bar, though. Urban's. I like that. Depends on what uh, what city you're in, but uh, but yeah, that's gonna do it for today's podcast. Connor, great having you back on, and uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys uh, next week for the semis.